Oh yeah. All right. We got a good we got a good opening question this week. I don't know if you read ahead. I don't know if you cheated. I did. Ahead. I did. One <laughs> what am I getting ready for? <laughs> I'm gonna start changing the font to the opening <laughs> question to white, so you have to highlight it to read it. Um so the funniest thing about last week's episode is that we never graded Elder Scrolls. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh man. <laughs> we made such a big deal in the opening <laughs> of the show about how we'd made this new grading system. <laughs> And then, and then we never gave it a grade. Um, and for that matter, we haven't graded uh, we haven't graded um, Valheim or, or no. basically any of the games we talked about. Um, <laughs> There's no formality on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so right here, right now, in the opening of the show, um, the cold open question: Is Elder Scrolls Online a vendor trash? A common item? An uncommon item, a rare item, or an epic item? What do you think? <sighs> well, I, I'm, I won't say epic because we did have some issues with it, but they were easily. Oh, that's right. We, yeah. they, they were easily thwarted, though. Thwart, thwarted, thwarted. I guess thwarted. Yeah. Thwarted, yeah. Uh, I I agree with you because I was thinking my my initial thought was uncommon, but then I was thinking, but what the heck would be epic if it's not epic? It ran great, yeah. but you're right. It ran great after tweaking, right. after some tweaks. It didn't right. run perfectly right away. And we even had a comment on our YouTube uh, video about uh, an issue that one user was having. And then after looking into that issue, not everyone is having that issue, but several users right. are. So it's not perfect. It's no. not perfect support on Linux. No. Could I think it's could, got a gold rating on, on uh, ProtonDB, right? It does, and it's one of the best performing uh, Proton games I've ever played. Right, um, but it's not without issue. Right, you still have exactly. to. You still have to adjust exactly. some things. So I'm thinking it's more of the rare, at least. Yeah, you think it's rare? Yeah, I think so too. I agree with you. I think it's rare, and I would say because not only is it is it's it has great Linux support, but, but none none official by the way. It's all just right. Proton basically, um, but it runs great under Proton. Right. Um, and whenever they do updates, I've played the game long enough to know that whenever they do updates, it doesn't seem to break the no, Proton just keeps rolling. Right. Where that's an issue with a lot of, especially MMOs, where they're updating these things like every several weeks or every several months. Right. And uh, Elder Scrolls has never really suffered from that the way other MMOs have. But also, I think it's a really good MMO compared to other MMOs. It's right. It's one of yep. my... It's like in my top three, you know? Definitely. Um, Elder Scrolls. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's definitely worthy of a rare um i would like to see i don't know can we give epic to a game that it doesn't officially support linux what's your what's your uh, ethical opinion on that doesn't officially support it mm. yeah so like it runs great right. under wine runs right. great under lutris like it's like you just install it and and uh use compatibility layer and bam it works works just as well as it does on windows but the company themselves never officially supported Linux. Can we give them the stamp of an epic game? I would say only if it was literally plug and play, no issues whatsoever. Yeah, I think it would have to be a very rare exception. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would give a game an exception if if it, like I said, if you installed it and you didn't have to mess with anything. And right. it just worked. Now I've had that happen with with um, Elder Scrolls. I have installed it with no issues, but obviously there are some people with issues. And even on Windows, I know people have issues. And yeah. so 
that's another thing you got to think of. Like, would we give this an epic rating if this was a Windows gaming podcast and there was issues on it on Windows? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, uh, game PC gaming podcasts out there, how are they write, rating Cyberpunk? You know, right. like, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, that's games what I'm that saying. have bad performance probably don't probably don't get that well of a rating. Yeah, I almost I almost kind of thought that maybe we should we should split the rating up. Not not the, yeah. not the way we do it, but one that is not Linux native, but Linux compatible, and one that's Linux native. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We have to think about that, or even like a rating on the scale of um, how well the game is, just from a gaming perspective, and then a rating on the scale of how like easy it was to install and run without without modifications right. or tweaks. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, without Valve. We wouldn't have this game, probably. I mean, we probably would, but it would be a heck of a lot harder to install. Yeah, there's a Lutris installer for it. Um, right. Outs for if you have the standalone version of the well, game, but I, I've never tried. Yeah, I also mean without Lutris too. I was just, I was just saying, if we didn't have these helps, we wouldn't even. Oh have yeah. Them. So oh, yeah, well, gotta yeah, take that into account with you know it yeah. not being Linux native. I mean. We'll just rate but, the companies. Let's <laughs> sell the games. <laughs> well, well, what about Valheim? I think I think Valheim's tough for me to grade because I wasn't extremely into the game, although I could tell that it was a really good game. I just didn't feel like it was a game for me. Yeah, um, I I would I I like the game. I like the game a lot. I I haven't got to play it a lot. If I was sixteen again and I had all the time in the world, like with Minecraft, <laughs> yeah. I would be fine. But uh, yeah, I I mean. The game yeah. was good. The game is not even released yet, like, officially. It's still in uh, early access, and I did not have a single problem with it. That's very true. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's not even released yet. I- I've had already... some some early access games that were just total trash, that just didn't run oh. right. And, and on Windows, I'm talking on Windows, I had them, and they just didn't, nothing, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so just that this game runs and it runs well and you can yeah. basically do anything you want with it and it, it doesn't skip a beat. I think that definitely goes to the uh, the rating. I think we almost have to give it a high rating because it's it's Linux native install. You can it's one of the options in Steam even if you're not running Proton. It's it's a Linux native install. Right. And you can host it yourself. You can host your own Valheim server. Oh yes, which, right. That is like a whole nother plus to, and I know that's really common in these types of games, but just like, you know, any Linux nerd has to appreciate the fact that they can run this on a digital ocean droplet. Right. Um, and so we almost, I feel like I almost have to give it a high rating just for those reasons, even though I really wasn't super into the actual gameplay. Um, that being said, I did recognize that for this genre of game, it was really well done. I'm just not really that into that genre. Um, right. I, my gut reaction, I want to give it a tentative, uh, uncommon, but I think that if you were a fan of this genre, I think it definitely would be a rare in your, in your book. Yeah. I, I would probably give it, give it the rare definitely because just, just for the fact that it's not a very good, like it, I should, no, let me try the word this right. It's, it's not <laughs> high, it's not high graphics quality, but yeah. Even though that is the case, it looks amazing. It, it, I can't exactly pinpoint how to describe it or how to what word it would be, but it still looks amazing. The atmosphere, I guess, is the closest you can get to saying it is is no, that's awesome. perfect. The atmosphere, 
Yeah, no, that's and that's and that actually leads into a topic that I think we're going to talk about later in the episode. So why don't we go ahead and start this bad boy? Okay, sounds good to me. Welcome to Crowbar Kernel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming. This is episode six. We have five typed out here in the show notes, but it's actually episode <laughs> six. I can assure you of that. Um, we are not live streaming this episode, um, but I will have the podcast version of the episode up on YouTube at under. Or no, I'm sorry, at Crowbar Kernel Panic on YouTube, and you can send us an email at Crowbar Kernel Panic at pm.me and uh, we'll we'll read your email answer your question whatever you want to tell us on the air you want to tell us to buy dogecoin uh, <laughs> too late we're dogecoin and millionaires su- and suggestions <laughs> we'll take suggestions and yes suggestions <laughs> Yeah, it's be- especially if it's about which uh, which crypto or uh, yeah <laughs> or stock we're supposed to buy next. We'll, okay. we'll jump on board. Take all of your bat <laughs> from from Brave and put it into um, Dogecoin. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> I had to I had to turn off my bat thing on Brave because during the podcast it kept popping up the little oh, no. <laughs> the little ads on the video. And uh, I can't never remember to turn it back on after we do the podcast. So oh, I, man. I just have it off. I need to turn you, it back on. You know what the worst thing is? I have I have a uh, Pixel phone and I have Lineage OS on it. And oh, I, yeah. I have 20, no, 15 bat right now. And I can't get access to it because they said that I need to lock my bootloader to get access to it. It's oh, so man. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway. anyway, gaming podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a not a not a Bitcoin podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so this week uh, I've been I've been doing a little bit of gaming. I picked up Death Stranding. So we we talked at the beginning of the week that we thought we kind of wanted to do more single player games because we've been talking a lot about uh, MMOs and like multiplayer, you know, online games. And uh, so I, you know, I thought that was a good idea. I've been wanting to play more story driven games but without this podcast i can never convince myself to do it i don't know why but i just ever since i started playing mmos i just couldn't get that out of my blood like that's what i wanted to do but i but i remember being a kid and like you know even in like a teenager and playing like resident evil and like these single player games dino crisis dino crisis and- <laughs> oh man that brings back memories <laughs> that was the best game there's a game i see on steam all the time that looks similar to that looks like it's maybe like a like a knockoff dino crisis i want to buy it um <laughs> but but like i i just i don't know as an adult i play mmos and i never play those types of games the last one i played was the resident evil 2 remake mm-hmm. which was very good it was a very good game yeah i've been wanting to check um, that one out too it's really good dude it's so much like the original resident evil 2 but modernized and updated and it's it's so good i mean it's it's not it's obviously not exactly the same there's a, there's some changes they made but it's just like it it holds that same like nostalgia like it feels like right. resident evil 2 um, but, uh, so I picked up Death Stranding because last week we talked about how I'm a, a Metal Gear fan. I love Hideo Kojima. I, this Death Stranding is like his new gig that he's doing. Um, and, uh, so I picked it up 
And my initial synopsis of the game, if I were to synopsize the game into one sentence, it would be, have you ever wondered if a video game about walking could be fun? (laughs) Death Stranding is your answer. (laughs) I've been wondering about this because you said this to me on one of the chats. And I've been wondering, does he mean that in a good way or a bad way? (laughs) Can't tell. It's it's strange, man. It's strange. I like the game. I'll just go ahead and tell you right up front. Like I, I give the game a high rating. I like it a lot. But I'm also a Hideo Kojima sucker. Like I, uh. I love any, I love everything he does. Just because the man is like, you know, he's insane in the best way. Um, but this game, so the plot of this game doesn't make any sense. I don't know where to begin to describe so to explain to you the plot. The plot makes no sense. <laughs> this is looking real good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is uh, it's basically Lord of the Rings, right? Like you just <laughs> you're just walking from one side of the map to the other. Yeah. Um, but can no, you speed game, run? <laughs> <laughs> you can run. Um, all right. So here's the so the gameplay. I'm trying to decide whether I should tell you the plot or the gameplay first. So the 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 plot of the game is kind of slowly revealed through a lot of cutscenes. There's a lot of lengthy cutscenes. Oh, are they like? But, are they like? the the cutscenes where you have to push buttons to keep going through the cutscenes. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. It's not. It's not that thing. Thank goodness. Um, that would no, have sealed Resident the deal Evil for me. Style. I would have totally like been done. I'm not a fan of that. I yeah, I'm not that. a fan of that either. Yeah. Um. No, no, no. It's not that. It's just really story. It's just really story driven cutscenes. You're almost like just watching a movie. Okay. <laughs> Here's the way the game feels. <laughs> You're watching a movie, but every time the character needs to actually travel somewhere you control the character walking to that new location. <laughs> and then whenever it gets to that new location, a new cutscene starts, right? So so you're saying the game is 99% story driven, 1% player. <laughs> yeah. No, that is that is that is so far where I'm at in the game, which I'm about like maybe 5 to 6 hours in. That's exactly as exactly what So is there like so any far. like combat in this game or are you literally just walking uh, around? <laughs> I, like I said, I've been playing for like five hours. I just had my first combat encounter wow. for the first time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so so here's so here's what happens in the game. It's hard to describe the the plot. I I don't I don't understand it. I, I think it's revealed like through breadcrumbs. As you get more cutscenes, you learn more about the world and you learn more. So about you're the just kind of dropped into this world and you don't know what's going on yet. Yes, exactly. So this game has Norman Reedus as as the main character. Right. Yep. Um. Awesome. And, awesome guy. By the way. Yeah, I like Norman Reedus, and he is, um, he is a uh, his name is Sam Sam Porter Bridges, and he works for a he works for a delivery company, and <laughs> <laughs> and <Uber> basically, <laughs> yeah, the, the <laughs> it's extreme Uber Eeps. the The game is is basically you're going you're playing as Sam on doing his deliveries but it's in this like post-apocalyptic world it's not only post-apocalyptic it is like an alternate reality like oh a, wow okay you know, all alternate history like so the, the are you on earth the way this you're on earth you're not only on, on earth but you're on the east coast of the united states really and you're trying to huh. the the plot of the game is revealed <clears throat> eventually as you're trying to um cross the country um you know, all the way over to the like Californian coast, and um, your sister is being held hostage there, and she's currently sort of like the the leader of the U.S. Um, wait, 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 hold, and, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So you're a delivery guy. 
doing deliveries yeah. while your sister is held captive. You're not just, you know, like <laughs> running over there and getting there as fast yeah. as possible. No, no, no. You're doing deliveries on your way. No, no. So the deliveries <laughs> are part of the plot across the country. So okay. you, 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 they're trying to like, like this is post-apocalyptics. There's like, like the United States is completely like crumbled. There's just little, there's little like little pockets. like way stations. Yeah. yeah, there's just like little pockets, little community pockets. Yeah. And they're not all connected on a network together. And oh. so you're delivering what they need to be added oh, to this like okay. this like grid. Yeah. Um the, trust me, it's not that straightforward. The plot right. is like full of all this like, you know, wild Hideo Kojima mumbo jumbo. Um, <laughs> sure you is. have a baby, you have a baby strapped to you. What? And I'm not sure why. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I'm delivering a baby. Um, That's fine. <laughs> you're not even delivering stork. the baby. You're not no, delivering the baby. the baby. No, there's so there's these like invisible monsters oh, in no. the world now. And <laughs> there's invisible oh, so monsters like, in the world now. It's like now. Bird Box. You ever watch that movie? No, I haven't. The, but the baby helps you detect the monsters. Okay. Does that have something to do with the the Bird Box thing? No, no, no. The no, the, 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 the um aliens are invisible in, on Bird Box or whatever they are. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like that then. You'll see their handprints in the ground. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, okay. And whenever they attack you, it is nuts. <laughs> um, like, it, in the sense that it's similar to Metal Gear, mm-hmm. it's kind of a sneaking mission game. Okay. Where you're, sneak, you're trying to sneak past these things. Um, oh, and encountering okay. them, like... Like encountering them like alters the world. Like oh, gee. you immediately get like you start getting sunken into like like the where you were there was grass. Well now it's just like black goo that starts like it's like oh, waves. Oh, so it almost it teleports you to like a different dimension or something. Well, it's like it's like the area you're in is changing. Yeah. Wow. And then like like buses and streetcars start coming up out of the out of the waves, and you have to like Whoa. jump across those to try to get away from like a giant whale. <laughs> so it's that's, like, like Doctor Strange like, as well, flopping after you. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy it's crazy weird. Um and then once you kind of survive that and you get if you don't if you just stand there, they'll pull you in and you'll you'll die. Okay. But you just you have to just try to like kind of run out of the muck and once you finally get out, they all just kind of disappear. And um there's this rain, it's like time altering rain, so like um if it's raining, you got to try to get out of the rain because whatever you're trying to deliver will like degrade. Oh wow. Okay. Um, but also, if it touches your skin, it's not a mechanic in the game, but it does because in the game you're wearing like a you're wearing like a, a rain jacket and a hood, and you're, you 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 live in this world. You know this is a problem, so you're prepared for it, right? But in the cutscenes, you'll see moments where the rain will touch like Sam's hand, and it'll make that part of his hand like age. Oh wow! Um, okay. As as the rain is like touching plants, they'll like grow and then wither away because time's passing so fast. Wow. So it's like they call it time fall. Oh, that's um, cool. I like that. Yeah, so it's like you're a delivery man in this strange new world. <laughs> you're one dedicated freaking delivery man. Yeah, but like literally most of the gameplay for the first several hours is like there's there's no interactions with an enemy. Hmm. You may have to sneak past some you have to make you may have to sneak past there's poachers. Okay. There's people that will want to kill you and take your packages. Oh no. And so you you have to kind of sneak past them. Yeah. But but most of the game that's not even a big portion of the game. Most of the game is literally like I've got I've got so many kilograms of weight on Sam's back and he can only hold so much. Oh, so it's a lot of management. Yeah, it's all management. And so like, you know, how do I cross this river um, without Sam getting swept away um, you know, by the the current. Oh, so uh, like because like, he's got too much stuff on his. If back. you got too much stuff, you have to put some stuff on the other side, take it over, drop it, and then bring go back and get more. 
that kind of thing. You could do, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, okay. you could do that. Or I, uh, I, I, whenever it comes to the, the rivers, are really annoying. Mm. But um, I just always there's like a ladder bridge okay. that you can you can carry with you. Oh, okay. so I'll drop it and then Sam will walk across it. But like, um, yeah, I don't. Uh, that's a good idea. Dropping the stuff on the other side and then coming back and going back and forth. I always just I load him up. And then when he can't carry anymore, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta, you're screwed. You gotta dude. rough through it, man. You're yeah, <laughs> it's on you. Good luck. Um, <laughs> um, but I just got to a part where I had to kind of, I kind of had to sneak into like the poacher, the poachers' uh, camp. Oh boy! And steal something from them and sneak back out. And that felt very, that felt very solid snake. You know, like where you're yeah. kind of sneaking in and you have all these special gadgets and tools yep. that you can use. Yep. Um, but. You know the game. I've I've also seen it compared to, um, and I saw that people they have this. There's there's pictures of Sam with a head crab on. So I don't know if that's something you can get in the game, hmm. or if that's just something somebody made as like an extra skin or something. But I've also I've also seen the game compared to Half Life, and it does feel very Half Life, where you show up to all these little encampments and they're all like Sam Porter Bridges. You really are as good as they say. You know, it's almost like <laughs> yeah. the way the way uh, Gordon Freeman would always show up places, and they'd be like, "It's the Gordon, Fre- it's the free man." You know, um, so it's like it's like a yeah. Metal Gear meets meets Half Life. Only you're just doing deliveries, <laughs> but it's a cool game. It's pretty cool. I, I like it a lot. I'm playing it on Proton. It has a Windows a Windows only availability, but. Um, it has a either a gold or a platinum rating on on Proton DB, and I haven't had I like s- seriously just installed it and forgot it. I just installed it, didn't even think about it ever again. The game the game runs perfectly normal. I can't imagine that there's any issues. Um, and uh, my FPS, I'm getting about 40 frames a second, um, but I think that's probably about correct for my graphics card and how new this game is. So I think that's probably about right. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think if you, if you like Hideo Kojima games, um, and you're worried about it running on Proton, I can definitely give it at least my seal of approval. I think it's, I think it's well worth trying out. The only thing is, is I think that you kind of have to be into that sort of thing going into it. It's, this is not like a running gun, you know, it is a very, yeah. it's very calm. It's a very calming game. It's a good game for me to play at night after I get off work. Cause it's very, just like the music's really good. It's like some indie rock band that like Hideo Kojima was really into. And so he like licensed their music for the for the game. That's cool. And even the even the titles and the lyrics of the songs, like, um, well, I, I've read some like uh, I've read some like theories about the game, mm-hmm. and and uh, even the titles of the songs and some of the lyrics in the songs, uh, the fans are like working into their their theories about the outcome of the game. So, huh. um, it's really neat. It's really neat. Um, I I really like it a lot, and it, and it runs well in Linux. So. Yeah, I guess if I were giving it a, a rating, I'd have to say it's it, this might be a uh, uh, let's say we have rare and then epic. Yeah, man, I don't I I don't know that it's for everybody, but if I'm judging it based on on my taste, I think this is an epic game for me. The only thing that would make it better is if it if it had an officially supported Linux installation yeah. instead of just having to use Proton. Right, I would agree with you there. That looks really good. I was just, I'm just looking at a couple of videos of, of it right now, and it. Uh, it looks really, uh, really good, actually. I never really looked yeah. into it very much. I heard people talking about it, and I follow a lot of gaming um, YouTube channels and all, but uh, it actually looks pretty cool. Well, after everything that went down with, you know, how um, how Kojima left the Metal Gear story, um, right? I, I don't, 
I don't know all the details to discuss all the drama on this episode. I wouldn't want to say anything wrong, but I remember just thinking like whatever he does next, like I really want to see, I really want to see what that is. And you know, where does he go from the Metal Gear franchise? And I don't know if he's planning to do more of these. I don't know if Death Stranding was like the beginning of his new, of his new thing, because I don't know that it was, I don't know that it was that well received by the gaming community. Um, it's it's almost like an art house movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is like right. an art house game, right. you know, um, like it has an audience that will love it, but it's it, but it's not for like a wide audience, right? Um, and so I hope to see more of Death Stranding. I like the world in the same way that I like the Metal Gear world, um, and I hope that he got whatever he needed from it to continue it. But I haven't heard anything about another game, so I don't I don't know that it, I don't know that there ever will be. But for what it is right now, it's it's a cool little. Um, it's definitely unique. It's a cool little unique game. I yeah. mean, I think I it. Mean, I think hell? it was definitely received pretty well because I'm looking at the Steam. Oh, that's good. Steam recommendation. Uh, I mean, uh, Steam reviews, I should say, and a lot of them are recommended. <laughs> there's one. There's one. Possibly the worst and only walking simulator ever. <laughs> yeah, everybody calls it a walking simulator. I mean, it it is, but that's that's simplifying it to such a like yeah. such an extreme degree. But it, it really is like they're not wrong. No, but... I understand what you're saying when you have to go into this game <laughs> thinking a yeah. certain way. You can't go into it thinking it's going to be uh, like World of Warcraft or something like that, or or uh, right, what am, right. like Witcher, like Witcher three or something like that. You can't go into it thinking that. I can totally see yeah. it by by the videos here. <laughs> I just saw that and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounded like when you <laughs> described it." <laughs> did you uh, Did you get a chance to try anything new this week? Um. Yeah. Well, I uh, I tried to play Resident Evil. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it it, uh, it didn't work on Linux. Um, I, I don't know if you want to get into that yet, but I figured I would I would say that at least. Yeah, for sure. Let me pull up. Um, I'm pulling up my Steam library just so I can point out which version of Resident Evil it is. Yeah, it's the um, it's the uh, remastered. Yeah, Resident Evil. So it's the first game, but remastered. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I remember whenever this came out. I don't remember if I was actually getting it on. Uh, I don't remember if it was on Linux or Windows back then. It was probably in the time period where I was dual booting, so it was probably Windows. But yeah, I couldn't wait for this game. I saw that they made an announcement that they were like, "Oh yeah, we're going to release a remastered version of Resident Evil. It's coming out on this date." I don't even think it was a long wait. I think they like announced it, and then it came out like not not long after that. And I was so pumped for it, and I purchased it, and then I I logged in, logged in as Jill Valentine, and then as soon as I ran through that room with the big table. And uh, you're with uh, you're with Chris. Yep. Um, I was like, oh wow, I forgot how this game feels to run around. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it is. It and is definitely look- a different experience from any game nowadays. <laughs> looking at my uh, looking at my Steam uh, achievements, I got the uh, first kill. First kills are special, so I guess that's right. As you walk in that hallway and you get the first zombie, right? Um, but that's the only achievement I have. So I think I did that and then just said, all right, uh, I remember what this was like. <laughs> Quit playing it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But I love Resident Evil, though. It's, that's, yeah. That is... Me too. Metal Gear is my first favorite franchise, Resident Evil is my second. I um, I never played the Metal Gear series, to be honest. Um, yeah. And that is ha- partially because 
Um, I, I really didn't have PlayStation much. I, I had a PlayStation 2, but, um, I, I pretty much from PlayStation 2 and on, I had, a uh, Game, GameCube and, uh, Wii and Xbox and all that stuff. I never had, I never went back to PlayStation, so I never really, um, got into that, like, too far. I mean, I have played the game a couple times, but not, like, seriously. Uh, um, Metal Gear, I should say. Yeah. But uh yeah, uh, Resident Evil, I uh, I was struggling to get this game working under Linux. Um so it's the dumbest thing in the world. So there's a cutscene in the beginning right after the Capcom logo and oh yeah. You need Windows Media Player 11 for that to work. Now, I mean, I don't right. uh, I uh, that's like that's like the old Windows coming out like, you know, where everything had to be a specific way, you know, this had to have this to work with this. And, um, mm-hmm. oh, it's so annoying. And I, I just, I couldn't figure out how to get it, how to, how to get that installed. Everyone said, oh, install Proton Tricks and then do that. Well, I couldn't install Proton Tricks because you have to install it through Python, through PIP, the PIP installer. Mm. And I, I, I'm like, I can't do it. I, I tried every single thing I could find on trying to install this thing and it just didn't work. I can install wine tricks, but that doesn't help me. What distribution were you on? I tried this on um Linux Mint and I tried it on um OpenSUSE Tumbleweed. And mm. I couldn't figure out either one how to get it to, to go. Tumbleweed was a lot harder because um they uh they don't have any instructions so I just kinda like winged it <laughs> as far as that went. Yeah. But um I, I got so what was that? No, go ahead. No, I got um, I got pip installed and everything. But whenever I would go to search for Proton Tricks or the things that it needs to um, install, like uh, the dependencies, it just couldn't find any of them. And I just, I just don't, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I. So when you told me about that this morning, or you may have seen it last night, I just didn't read it till this morning. But I, I got up and I, I went and tried to install it, um, because I already own the game. I, I knew I could just try it real quick, and yeah, I had the same results. Just installing it, just using Proton, and I tried different, you know, versions of Proton yep. to see if I had the same result. It just shows you the Capcom logo and then a black yep. screen. Um, but then uh, I tried to install the Proton Tricks. It was available as a uh, Arch user repository um, program, oh, so I installed nice. it using Yay, and it and it installed perfectly. But then whenever I ran it, it was saying that it couldn't find, uh, it couldn't access the directory to mm, make whatever changes right. I needed to. The Proton uh, tricks couldn't. So then I, I Googled that, and I found that I just needed the chmod, yep. my my Proton folder. I did that, and then it was still... Then it started telling me that it couldn't find <laughs> the folder anymore. Uh, and and that's as far as I... I didn't try yeah. any further than that. That's as far as I got. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. If anybody listening, if anybody hears this yeah. episode, they have a... Uh, they know of a fix yes, for that. Please let me know, please, but, because I had to install yeah, freaking Windows to get to play this game. I really wanted to play it, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to install Windows to play this game, <laughs> and I did it, and I was happy because I could actually play the game. So Proton DB actually gives it a pretty high. Yeah. Let me look it up real quick. I think they give it gold. Yeah, and that's why I was like, oh, I'm going to buy it because it's got gold. Everyone seems to 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 be decent, but as you look through. The reviews of it, you can see the the whole Windows Media Player thing, and I was assuming yeah. that 
oh, since this many people are saying that, it must be easy. It must be easy to install. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> it has a it has a gold rating. Um, the top rating the top rating is actually a thumbs down, and he's an arch user, so you know he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but he's talking about the same problem we have yep. that. Uh, had to use Proton Tricks to install Windows Media Player 11, um, like others have described. Um, I have part of my screen flickering like crazy, yada, yada, yada. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think if we digged into this, so I've only looked at it for about a day. Um, I think yeah. if we dug into this, we could the probably fu- we could probably get this the, to work. There's a lot of people that have gotten it yeah, to work. Yeah, the funniest thing that I, that I find about it is almost all of these... Um, Proton versions are different as you look down through. Like 4.11, 5.6.3, and they're all the same problem and all the same solution. Yeah. No, that's definitely the solution is getting that. I'm uh, I'm thinking that possibly if you delete the cutscene in the in the game files that it might work also because I I know a lot of people who do that in general just to get to the game faster and not have to hit, you know, escape to get past the cutscene and all that crap. But it is. I know it is. I know. I know it's the best (laughs) cutscene. Like when I first saw that cutscene, even on the non remastered game, it was amazing. And uh, (laughs) yeah, I know. I know. But but to play the game, to play the game is a worthy sacrifice. (laughs) So here's someone saying that they used uh, wine tricks. Oh, okay. So that that's a heck of a lot easier to install. I think he still had to do proton nah, tricks. He did both. <laughs> I don't know why he had to do both. Well, maybe it's maybe it's I don't a dependency know, man. thing. They're all saying a similar thing. But here's my question: When are, you can install multiple, you know, versions right. of Proton under your under your Compat Data folder or whatever yep. it's called, and so how does it know which one you're installing the WMP? It on? doesn't. That's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay, whoa, I just found oh let me, let me pull up my terminal and go back to see what I typed in. I may have just I may have just found a clue. Uh-oh. No Crap. I did it uh I did it the way this is. So you run Proton Tricks and then a number Yeah, afterwards. that's okay. So the that, number the number is is like where your um um what's it called? Is installed, your game is installed. That's like I forget what they call yeah. it, but it is the folder that the game is installed in and then your wine prefix or sorry, I'm sorry, not the game that's installed, but your wine prefix is installed in that folder, and the number right. has something yes. to do with Steam okay. to know where it is. Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought. That's how it knows where to put the the. That's how it knows which one to put the right. WMP in. But the on. thing is, so is if you was, have multiple prefixes in that folder, then there's a problem. Hold on huh. a second, my cat's kind of going nuts. Yeah, is that your cat? He's going absolutely <laughs> insane. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's okay now. Maybe. Okay, I don't know. He's going fine. I've never seen him go this nuts before. <laughs> Does he want out? Is he no, he's just going nuts. He's just running from the couch to my back of my chair, then back out. Oh, then he's like running okay. up the side of the wall. He's like possessed. <laughs> um so um the uh yeah, I I think we could I think we could find I think we could find the root of this issue. I'm going to give it another try tonight, yeah. see if I get it. I don't know that I can play Resident Evil all the way through again, Really? Though. I don't know that I've really got the patience Oh, man, for it. it's so good, though. I can. There's not <laughs> There's not a game like no, it now. I all. mean, even Resident Evil is not no. like Resident Evil no. it used to be. Right. You know what I mean? That fixed camera um, view is something that I, has gone by the wayside. Yeah, well, that whole thing, so the fixed camera thing, 
is is what made Resident Evil mm-hmm. so famous, but it's also what we just what just feels so funky yep. today. If I were to try to play it, just because no game does that, but it was you know it was their way of cheating the it was their way of cheating the graphics um, on right. the PlayStation because the original PlayStation didn't really have the capability to render these three D rooms, and so they're all just like pseudo 3d models but they're just flat images and then you're only allowed to walk in a certain space on it um and so that's how they got away with that but it looked so good i remember seeing resident evil for the first time and just thinking like there will never be better (laughs) graphics than this let's see i think i'm gonna keep a tally on how many times you say that about a game (laughs) i know i know i just remember like being a kid and just the funniest thing about Resident, I remember I thought it was so funny. There's a part where she plays the piano, and if you do it with the shotgun, she plays the piano <laughs> with the shotgun in her hand. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but, dude, that game was so good. Uh, and, it, and it used to scare the crap out of me whenever you'd you'd go open the door, and then oh, yeah. would be like, yeah, it's still Even, even last did. night when I was playing a little bit, I was a little wary about <laughs> opening doors and stuff, because like, I can't quite remember what's behind them. <laughs> yeah. And then there's uh, the part where you walk down the hallway and they jump oh, in the window. Oh, yeah. I haven't got um, to there yet, but... Yeah, that was another, <laughs> that was another I jump I actually scare. don't know if I'm actually um, doing it but... in the way that you're supposed to do it when I'm playing the game or not, because I think I'm skipping ahead. I think I I, I jump... I, I avoided that area for some reason. Cause isn't that like one of the first areas you go well, to it'll, with the dogs? It can It can be, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like yeah, it's I, one I of the first I areas. I think I walked around that. Um... <laughs> I don't remember like all I remember about the game is that like it's it's pretty gated like you right. can wander around the house however you want to but you have to kind of get yeah, things in a certain locked order doors and stuff like in that order. yeah right you know one of the crazy things about Resident Evil was that like it was there's only so many bullets in the game you know it's not like you know you can't once you run out of bullets, there are no more bullets yeah. in, the, in the game there's only so many they don't like keep regenerating you you picked up that pack of ammo. You, it, it will yep. never be there again. And Saves. the same thing with if you're playing on on normal or hard, yeah. Then you all, you have you have to use the ink ribbons to save. There's only so yep. many ink ribbons in the game. You could just run out of ink ribbons and not be able to save your game anymore. That's where I um, that's where I have that's a, a really hard problem because like I don't have all the time in the world to play, so I I can't be like. Oh, I'm just gonna leave my. I, I guess yeah. now, if if that were to happen, I would have to like literally, literally leave my computer running. <laughs> I remember yeah. doing that back yeah. in the day on GameCube, yeah. leaving my freaking game <laughs> running all freaking night just to just to keep that safe. Yeah, it's it is. Uh, I did that with um, Resident Evil Two. Whenever I first played Resident Evil Two, I had not bought the. Uh, you know, on the PlayStation, you used to have the separate yeah. little memory yep. card that you'd plug in. Oh, I didn't no. have a memory card. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't Resident Evil Two. It was. Um. It was. Uh. uh oh Silent no, Hill that's even worse. And <laughs> I didn't have a memory card, so I would just pause the game and turn the TV off. <laughs> By the time I beat the game, my my PlayStation is scorching. Like. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh man. No, but seriously, I do remember doing that. Oh man, I've had I had so many filled memory cards. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it's crazy. You used to yep. have to buy. <laughs> what were they like? Twenty megabytes, maybe. <laughs> like oh yeah, they were really small. I think the yeah. PlayStation Two was like twelve megabytes or something like that. I'd fill them so fast. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's another really good game. Yeah, Silent Hill Two, the best Silent Hill. 
Um, it's Silent Hill too, but. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think we can get it yeah, working. I'm, I think I'm we definitely going to keep trying because um, I want I don't want to play on Windows. I just don't <laughs> feel feels wrong to me. Yeah, I I'll tell you a game that I would install Windows for. Um and uh maybe we've got a news article about it that maybe I won't have to, but I played the Resident Evil Village demo yesterday and uh I played it on Stadia because currently I don't think you can play it on Proton. Um, but it's brand new. So, I mean, the proton hackers haven't gotten it working yet, but they, I'm sure they will. Um, the, uh, the demo. So there was PlayStation five demos that came out and I think they were like only doing it for like a limited time. So like you could only play it for a certain window of time and then it went away and then they did another demo that was like a different section. Um, now they have two demos available on stadia and, and, I, and I'm thinking these are probably those same ones. I'm not sure though. But I, but right. I think they might be. Um, but I, but I watched a, I watched a live play of one of the demos, and it was different than what I played on Stadia. So I'm not positive they're the same or not. I don't know. But um, I've been watching all of the, uh, I've been watching all the YouTube footage of of people covering this game, and it just looks amazing to me. Although it looks so very different than any Resident Evil I've ever played. Um, I guess it's the most similar to Resident Evil Four. I guess. Um, although in the demo I played, it was first person. It was not, uh, you know, you weren't looking over his shoulder like you did right. in Resident Evil 4. Um, but it was that sort of like environment where it's like this like kind of dirty village out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and there's like these like occult, you know, people that, you know, that I remember in Resident Evil 4, they used to always go around going, <laughs> um, they are, dude, they're so much more intense. Like I, you start out you start out the demo and uh there's like this like old like witch lady that's like laughing at you and you know she gives you the whole like oh you're cursed you don't even know it you know that whole thing and then <laughs> and then uh you get to kind of explore a few a few uh like like empty houses and pick up some things you pick up a piece obviously it's a piece to a puzzle and then you finally find this gate where it's like obviously oh okay this is the gate where i've got to you know find two items and place it in here to open it um, and, uh, and fighting, finding those items and opening that gate is sort of the goal of the demo. After you get past right. that, the demo's over, but the next area you walk into. So at this point I've got a handgun with like 10 <laughs> bullets and a knife. Hey, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> I walk, I walk into this like field and I, I, oh, no. the music changes and I hear something moving, but I can't <laughs> see anything. And I'm like looking around trying to find this and it's like, there's like this high grass that you have to walk through to get to the right. you know, the next area. And when I walk into that grass, I just start getting attacked <laughs> and mauled by these like zombies. I guess they're zombies, but it's not like, it's not like Resident Evil zombies. These are like, you know, like almost like the madness type zombies from like, uh, like oh, uh, geez, 28 yeah. days later yeah. or something like where they're like jumping on you and, and like stuff. And I'm telling you, so, so for one thing, Ethan must have a lot of help because I got attacked <laughs> by these things so many times and I and I didn't die, but I I wasted all ten bullets in these things oh my and gosh. they didn't die, and and so and, and I think it's maybe it's supposed to be similar to the original Resident Evil where you're really supposed to kind of run past things and not try to kill them or use your knife right. on them. Um, but there was no I I hit these guys with my knife over and over again and <laughs> nothing happened. Um. And they seem to be so much faster than me, and I just had a hard time seeing them. But again, I'm playing this on Stadia, and 
I couldn't tell if it was my reflexes or was Stadia lagging behind. I definitely was not getting 1080p. Mm. Everything looked kind of blurry. I was getting that whole... I wasn't getting like the large pixelation, but like where everything is just yeah. like a little too smooth, like where it looks like you're right, watching right. Like a grainy picture. Um, and, uh, and, I, and I think I was kind of having a little bit of input lag on Stadia. And... Um, yeah, it was just it was just it, the the combat in that area was like pretty intense, and and so I eventually thought, well, I wasted all ten bullets on these things. They didn't even flinch. Obviously, I'm not actually supposed to kill them, so I just ran. And you go into this house, you meet these two characters, um, and then they kind of lead you through the rest of the story in uh, in the demo. Um, you uh, you end up meeting a group of people. Those are like the only survivors left in the town. Um, they start arguing with each other through through the argument. They oh end up setting the house on fire. You, yeah, you and another character try to start this truck that's like in the garage area of the house, and then use it. They kind of plow through the wall of the house. It's 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 a pretty good like kind of opening sequence. Um, and then finally, um, through going through the house, you end up with the tools you need in order to open the gate. Um, that was at the beginning of the of the level, and then whenever you open the gate, it's the end of the demo, um, and they kind of give you like a clip of you know the things to come in the game. Um, but the the thing the annoying part for me though is one of the things I needed uh, to open the gate was a screwdriver. I needed a screwdriver to open this like box that had something in it that hmm. I needed to put in the gate, and so I know and they, they you see that early on. So you're in that mode where it's like, okay, I'm looking for a screwdriver. Every room I go into, I'm looking for a screwdriver. Where's the screwdriver? You know, I'm looking in drawers and things. And there's there's screw there's the the room where you meet the two people, there's a <laughs> screwdriver. But it's not a it's what? not an item that you can pick up. But I can see oh, it. I can see it in the Yeah, there's like a basket <laughs> and there's tools in it and and there's a screwdriver. And, and so that's not the one they want me to get, though. So you keep going. And then you go into the house, and in the garage where I said the truck was, guess what's hanging on the wall? A set. <laughs> a, a set, set of screwdrivers. Oh. All the sizes you could oh. need. and But you can't interact what? with them. They're not interactable. The screwdriver they – yeah, the screwdriver they want you to get is on a keychain. There's a note on the counter that says, um, get the screwdriver from the key ring if you need it. Why someone would write that down on a slip of paper and put it on the counter – I don't know. I don't know who they're talking to. I don't know why that would be there. But then you open a drawer, and sure enough, there's a keychain. And if you examine the keychain, there's like a little, a little like screwdriver, like a, like almost like a glasses right. screwdriver, like a small screwdriver in there. And that's oh the gosh. screwdriver they want you to use. That's that's the screwdriver they want you to use. Literally, past six <laughs> screwdrivers to get to this one. But that's that's the one that you can interact with and pick up. So that was pretty annoying and unrealistic. But yeah. Um, but other than other than that minor complaint, the the game the game seems really really. I good. don't know about unrealistic um, because whenever I go for a freaking screwdriver, I grab like four or five because they're never the right size. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I was actually thinking the first time I was looking through the garage and I didn't I didn't see the ones hanging on the wall that you you can't actually right. ever interact with. But I didn't see them yet, and I was thinking, oh, like this is kind of like silly. It should be easy to find a screwdriver in a garage. And then I thought, how many times have I tore my garage garage apart trying to find yeah. a flathead screwdriver? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty realistic that you wouldn't see one. But then they're hanging on yeah, the wall. No, I, and, I totally get what you're you saying there. That is that is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it seems it seems way more intense than previous Resident Evil games I've played, as far as just like how 
um, you know, how the combat is. Now, it could have felt more intense because I was playing it on Stadia, and I, it was hard to see anything, and I felt like there was a lag. And so, you know, Stadia, Stadia is, I just don't think, I, I didn't think, in the last episode we talked about it, I thought that this sort of streaming gaming service, this whole thing, this whole concept is just not there yet. It is just not possible yet. It is a pipe dream. And the only interaction I'd ever had with it was Stadia. Um, but now that I've tried GeForce Now, um, after you talked about it on the last episode, I can see that it is possible. GeForce Now actually does a really good job of streaming the games that they have. Um, and so, like, it is possible Stadia <laughs> is just bad. A Google product's bad? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Exactly. I think I think it's really interesting that they got the they got the village on there already. It's uh it's full price. You got to buy it on yeah, Stadia no, for sixty I would bucks. Never do see, that. No, see that's another comparison between GeForce Now and Stadia. If it were available on Stadia, it would just be using your Steam copy of the game. You wouldn't have to buy it on GeForce Now, where you can only use it there. And and then you know realize that it runs like crap whenever the when the internet's bad and uh, on Stadia if you buy a game on Stadia you you bought it to you purchased right. it to play on Stadia and that's it period and <laughs> I just yeah I just I just yeah. that blows me away like that in itself is enough reason that I don't want to use Stadia it's crazy um but I did give uh, I did give some games on GeForce Now a shot um. And I was I was really impressed. I thought GeForce Now actually did a really good job. Was that yeah? Your oh yeah, yeah. GeForce Now really, uh, yeah. Stadia is nothing compared to GeForce Now. GeForce Now to me, like when I when I played Stadia, I felt like I was watching myself play a game. When I played on GeForce Now, I felt yeah. like I was at my computer actually playing my game, not watching it. <laughs> it was that good, right? Yeah, no, exactly. I, I the game that was probably the most seamless to me uh, was so well. I guess let's touch on Black Desert Online. So last week I talked about how Black Desert Online is impossible on Linux. Um, it is as hard as Resident <laughs> Evil is on Linux. Um, yeah, it is just like does not play. You launch the game, you get a logo, and then nothing happens. Um, and uh, I played Black Desert Online on geforce now and because it's in my steam library it was available on there now i have to say that the you know the inventory they don't have everything that's on your steam library it's only select games and i think the inventory of what's available on geforce now is less than what's available on stadia but what's available on stadia in my experience is not even worth playing though it's all right when stadia goes out of business geforce now or buy buy all that ip you think yep. they'll buy up all those? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> if they were smart, um, they would. But but I like, yeah, I like the implementation though, where it's just using your already purchased games. You don't actually buy right. games from GeForce Now. You buy it from the game. You buy it from whatever marketplace the game is sold on, whether it's Steam or Epic Game Store or wherever, and then you're just using right. their service to play it. And, and their service isn't um, that expensive. You would think so with with a system like that, it would be more expensive mm-hmm. because. Right, more expensive. But it's not. Yeah. It's actually cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper and it works better. But so I played Black Desert Online. Played perfectly. Um, I felt like it was pretty seamless. I didn't like constantly think about the fact that I was playing it on Stadia. Um, but I, I do think that that type of game, an MMO like that, where it's kind of, um, uh, I forget what they call it, tab target. 
Um, although they do have directional spells too, but it's mostly t- it's that type of game. I, d- I think that's perfect for for this because even if there was input right. light, I didn't notice it. Um, also, I played uh, Legends of Runeterra, which is like a uh, card game. Um, it's based on the League of Legends world, but it's a it's a card game, kind of like Heroes, uh, kind of like okay, uh, Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, I I still don't <laughs> like the game. <laughs> I don't think it's a very intuitive card game, but um, but it ran like it was one of those moments where it was like I forgot that I was playing it through this you know streaming compatibility thing. Um, it ran perfectly. Now, Legend of Ruterra is a game that will actually play. I think I've played it on Linux. I think it. I think it plays fine on Linux. I'm not positive. I had to try that again and give it a give it a shot. But you know, for a game like BDO, that this is an opportunity that you can play it on Linux without having to install Windows. It works just as well. Um, you're gonna have to pay the the nine dollars nine ninety nine a month fee for GeForce Now, but um, you know the the game works works great. And I also tried Star Trek Online um, just because I wanted to see how it worked. And I, so Star Trek Online does run on Linux via Proton, but it does not run as well as it did on GeForce Now. I think it ran better on GeForce Now than it did on my <laughs> Windows installation. That's <laughs> amazing. Windows installation. It seemed to run great on GeForce Now. Um, I think that's preferably how I would like to play yeah. Star Trek Online would be through GeForce Now as opposed to having it installed natively. Especially now, for, for me, it's I, I'm going to actually really look into it because with my system, I can't play a lot of games at full full graphics at decent frame rates because my graphics card is just not powerful enough, especially uh, newer games. Uh, the only games that I won't be able to do that with are ones that I want to mod a little bit because... Uh, some games like uh, yeah like true. Skyrim or um Kingdom Come Deliverance there are some mods that I pretty much have to have or the game is just uh horrible to me. <laughs> so and and that's one thing you can't do yeah. unfortunately on GeForce now. Yeah, I think uh yeah that's a that's a really good point. The I wonder how it would do with something well it's using your Steam uh I don't think it, it's not available on there, but I was wondering how maybe something like Tabletop Simulator where the game has add-ons, but the add-ons are all managed through Steam. I, I don't, don't know, know how, how that would work. I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't, they don't, I don't know of a game that they have available right. like that on, on. Well, there, well so. if it comes up, we'll um, give it a try and see how, see how it works. Yeah. You know, another thing that we didn't discuss last week, but that, you know, you can just other than, you do have to own right. the game, but there's a lot of there's a lot of free to play games that are available on there, and any of those games, it's it's so much easier, not just as a Linux gamer, but especially as a Linux gamer, you can just say, oh, I want to try this game, and you just click on it, and there's no installation, right. there's no anything, yep. it launches, you make an account for it or whatever, and then you just play the game for thirty minutes and decide how you feel about it. And then and then and then close your web browser. Like yep. you didn't have to do any like installation or yeah. modifications or can I get this to run in Proton? Even on Windows this um, is an advantage. Yeah, it's just right. Even on Windows, it's it's just you just you just clicked in and tried it. And and you know, even if you decide this is not how you want to play permanently, it was a nice way to just kind of jump in and try it. I did this with uh with a older MMO, I think it's from twenty twelve, um, that I'd never played before because I'd always heard about it on MMO podcasts, but I never gave it a shot because I didn't know if I'd like it. Um, but that's Secret Worlds Legends. 
Um, and it's, I don't know if you've ever heard of it or played it, but it's a, it's a, it's an MMO set in like modern day. So you're like, you know, I think you're in London and your character is, you know, wearing like normal clothes. Um, but much like an MMO, you pick a faction in the beginning, you pick a class, um, you know, you have spells and abilities, it's tab target. Um, and, um, and, uh, I gave, I, I gave it a shot for the first time ever. And yeah, I mean, I just, I just threw GeForce now, I just had to add it to my library. The game was free to play, so it didn't cost anything. I had to make an account on Secret World's website and then log into the game. And, you know, right away I'm, you know, playing this MMO without ever installing it and playing it on, um, um, playing it on Linux. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think GeForce now is a really cool, really cool thing. I, I think, uh. I would I want I would love to see this technology progress and grow but if it is it a little sad if it gets too good like is it a little sad if like you never have to build yes, a game Yes that PC would be again? that would be a very sad day. I I absolutely love <laughs> building PCs yeah. and like I I can't think of a world where I pull out my what $500 laptop, plug it into a monitor and I just play a game in Chrome or Firefox or whatever. Like, I, I can't think of a world like that because, like, m- my computer's my baby. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's like, I, I feel the same way. Like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, uh, GeForce Now has got me scared a little bit. Stadia didn't scare me because I was like, yeah. nobody is going to do this over yep. over the alternative. But GeForce Now runs pretty well. I think that the types of games we play may lend itself well to it, though. I think if we were to try... Uh, you know, if we were to try more competitive games, we wouldn't feel the same way. So maybe that's where the PC. Yeah, I think the latency is going to be way too much for competitive games. Yeah, um, but we've got uh, we got some quick news stories I want to do that I think we've got to get out of here. Um, but uh, maybe we'll save the Pop OS. Yeah, we can do that next week. week, You want to talk about that next episode? Yep. Um, so uh, Linux supports the Amazon Luna controller. So this is another. Another streaming service that is, you know, kind of a competitor to Stadia, only it's not out. It's in early access. I applied for early access during our last episode. I don't know. If, <laughs> I got to check to see if I got a response. I should have applied. That. I didn't even think about um, it. <laughs> we should apply with the, uh, with the Curb Our Kernel Planet email. Maybe yeah, that'll give right? us a more clout. They'll be like, oh, it's a gaming podcast. Um, but uh, they have a pretty nice looking controller. It's a, It looks like a Xbox 360 controller. Um, it's the... Amazon Game Controller, also known as the Luna Controller. Um, but recently, it has been given Linux support as of Linux um, 5.13 kernel. Which is not out yet. And the, this, right, yeah, so it's, it's, the, it's the coming kernel. But it's, it's, the Linux support is pretty interesting because all they had to do was add in, they basically just had to add in the um, manufacturer and the, like the device names and stuff. But it's actually using existing um, drivers, um, the same drivers that it uses for Xbox Xbox 360 similar controllers, and even the Xbox 360 controller itself. Um, but it will make the controller uh, play- usable even outside of Luna via Bluetooth or USB. Um, so even if you're not planning to use Luna, it seems like a pretty nice controller for seventy bucks. Um, I really, you know, I I'm kind of interested because I missed out on the Steam yeah, controller. I- I, I really missed out on that too, and I really controller. wanted to get one. Uh, the only thing that had me a little concerned yeah. is there was no joysticks, and it was all touch. But everyone said that was really good. I know, they, yeah. they said it, it was a really good controller, even Everybody though it didn't it have good. Uh, joysticks. 
I literally purchased one. Like I, I literally put it in my cart and paid for it. And then uh, it was at a Black Friday sale like two years ago. And then Steam uh, or Valve, you know, messaged me saying they sent me an email saying that they had through some weird mishap, they had had more in their inventory available for purchase than they actually oh, had in their inventory. And so they had to give me my sucks. money back. Yeah. So I was that close. I was that close. You know, to I think you one. actually talked about um, that on maybe Mid-Cast. I'll pick up one of these. I was gonna say I remember I did, that. Yeah, because because Leo got one. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. Leo got yeah. one. Oh man. <laughs> That's so bad. Um, and then, so I, you know, I'm I'm gonna check out. Uh, I'm interested in Luna. If we could get access to it, and then even with early access, you still have to right. pay. But I would pay for a month of it to give it a shot. Yeah, that's the nice uh, thing about these services out. is you can just pay for a month or two months or whatever, and then just drop it. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, it's gonna be a sad day mm, when it replaces all our gaming PCs. But <sighs> yeah. <laughs> The last the last article we'll go through relates back to Resident Evil. This is a Resident Evil heavy episode. Um, so the Proton Experimental begins work to allow Resident Evil Village to run on Linux. Um, this is from uh, GamingOnLinux.com. And uh, they report here that the latest update to Proton Experimental has a single line added in the change log, which notes, Beginnings of Resident Evil Village Support. Um, with that in mind, then Valve's partner Code Weavers and their wine hackers are already hooking up whatever they can to get it working. So um, it looks like they've kind of made this a high priority. There's a lot of eyeballs in this game. A lot of people are talking about this game. Everybody's obsessed with the giant lady that chases <laughs> you around. Um, and and um, I, like I was watching whenever they first announced the trailer. I was watching the trailer. Um, in bed on my laptop, and my wife's like looking over, like, "What is this? Is this a new show? Oh my gosh, I want to!" S-. And I'm like, oh, "This is a, this is the new Resident Evil coming out." And she's like, "Oh really? You know, like it lo- it looks really good. Like even non gamers are like, oh, yeah. what is it, this? Th- just from this still um, shot, it almost like I I almost had to like look at it really closely because I thought it was like real. <laughs> it looks really good. Yeah, no, it's really good. The demo I played, I really, I really liked. I mean, again, new, new Resident Evil doesn't feel like Resident Evil to me, yeah. but I still like it, you know. Um, and and who the heck expected them to stay <laughs> the same forever, you know? Like they, they've, they're on like their third yeah. or fourth chapter now of Resident Evil reinventing yep. itself, and and me too. I'm all for it. Keep doing it, and I want to see it playable yeah. on Proton. Come on, guys, let's get our acts um, together. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think uh, I think we got to close this episode out. It is later than I realized yeah. it was. Uh, but this was a good yeah, one, man. Too. I enjoyed it. Me too. I hope you had a good time. It was good. <laughs> At least we got the rating out in the beginning. All right. <laughs> That's right. We remembered to rate the games. And, and I think I rated Death Stranding. So right. I think we're all caught up. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.